Welcome to episode 115 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is uh, it's Tuesday's episode, people, but it is a Friday. Uh, Friday, the 12th of June, 2000, 2020. And um, I hope you're... How, how are you all doing out there? Um, I hope you're doing well and coping with the turmoil um, that the world seems to have turned itself into at the moment. <laughs> Fuck me, Jesus. A uh, couple of weeks ago, we were all sitting around, enjoying the sunshine, nothing more important going on than fucking wearing our little fucking masks, making sure our hands are clean, uh, which mine are not at the moment because I've been oh, fucking... Sorting out of the garden still, people. Sorting out of the garden and decided to stick the membrane down. I oh, know, membrane. Uh, this is this is a boring fucking thing. I know, this is what my life has come to at the moment. Um, stick the fucking membrane down for the old gravel and uh, the glue, uh, I don't know, it's 60 second glue. Although it doesn't seem to stick after 60 seconds because I timed it and then fucking put my hands on it, smoothed it all out, and now I can't get it off my fucking fingers. Um, and my nails look as though they've been painted um, uh, black because of all the fucking membrane fucking coloration came out on my hands. Fuck me. Jesus. Um, one scrub just isn't enough. Do you find that? I find that. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, I've been doing that, but uh, the world is in turmoil, obviously, at the moment, as we're all aware, um, with what's going on. Um, those uh, those pure days are all over, people. People like neighbourly doing a little clap on a fucking Thursday night and all that sort of thing. Hello, neighbour. Now has now turned into, uh, yeah, you fucking racist cunt. You've got a fucking, you know... Whatever, you got a copy of Little Britain on DVD, you fucking racist bastard. Um, yeah, so uh, obviously uh, the the message within the Black Lives Movement is uh, a good message, but it seems to be um, getting lost now. Comedy, I know, is under threat. Not here at the Briggs Towers. We have locked up. We have put sentries on the door, and we are willing to defend our cause here. Um I don't know. It's been a bit of a strange week with the comedies and uh, comedies being uh, taken off streaming services due to, you know, times change, don't they? I suppose. But to me, Little Britain, Bow Selector, the League of Gentlemen and the Mighty Boosh aren't really that long ago. You know what I mean? I I was born in 1977, people, um, and um, grew up in the 80s and 90s. Um, and obviously those sort of programs came out uh, a little bit after that, like 2000s or whatever. And, um, yes, I mean, Bo Selector's been taken off streaming. Lee Francis has apologised um, for his um, the black characters he portrayed. To be honest with you, I don't, I don't think apologising for anything helps anybody really. Um, Oh, no, controversial stance. Uh, he's apologised because, I don't know, it just makes out now as if, like, he was just doing fucking grotesque stereotypes of black people uh, rather than individual characters. Um, uh, I mean, like, you know, some of them, like Trisha Goddard, you know, 
shouting rice and peas every fucking two minutes. I mean, it's a little bit oh, when you watch it, but it plays on that. You know, Trisha Goddard was a very, very British black woman. And to come out with those sort of phrases, I imagine that's where the humour lies, isn't it? That juxtaposition between those two things. But now he's apologised. It's very difficult for anybody else to defend that and himself as well. Um, Little Britain people have apologised. I didn't see the fucking... I didn't see the humour in Little Britain anyway. I thought it was just catchphrase fucking bullshit for fucking retards, really. Um, Which is, you know, shown by the fact that one of them now writes kids' books and the other one is singing a song about a baked potato. (laughs) Is he going to go back to that, Matt Lucas, now? Is he going to go back after being serious? Um being serious and apologising about his blackface characters, which were, in my opinion, a fucking grotesque stereotype of black people. Um, Is he going to go back to the baked potato song? Do you think he's thinking that, oh, if I just make this apology about um, using blackface uh, and uh, portraying black characters and um, Asian characters in uh, Little Britain... Uh, do you think I can go back to the baked potato song and sell my little baked potato book? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure you can, uh, you know, I'm not sure you can uh, go back to a baked potato song after you've fucking just uh, been outed as uh, using blackface in your comedy. <laughs> um League of Gentlemen as well was another one uh, that's um, been um, de uh, de uh, de taken off, de taken off. Is that a thing? Uh, de streamed. I imagine that's 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 the word for it. Is it? Uh, it's been taken off streaming services. I enjoyed uh, the League of Gentlemen. Obviously, uh, Papa Lazarou character uh, in blackface. Um, you know, like is problematic. Uh, although. At the time uh, it came out, nobody seemed to have a problem with it. But, hey, hey, people, times change, don't they? Times change. Um, yeah, all of those sort of things. I was never into the Mighty Boosh anyway. Um, it's fucking... It's, it's that, the Mighty Boosh is comedy for people who got bullied at school. <laughs> That's basically it. Ah, oh, there's a little bit, you know, like it's, it's the fucking weird shit, isn't it? There's a fucking talking gorilla in it or whatever and... You know, I never really got into it, really. Uh, I enjoyed uh, the the League of Gentlemen so much. Um, I really used to enjoy that. Uh, I haven't revisited it. Um, it's only it hasn't been banned, by the way. Uh, that's the other thing that the fucking far right. Oh, we want to see people with blackface and white people playing black characters. It's a it's a diff, It's a hard position to defend. That is, isn't it? You know, when it's been taken off. Uh, I think it's been taken off Netflix and BBC iPlayer. Uh, Faulty Towers has been taken off because they used the N-word in an episode which wasn't uh, in the German episode, I think, Um, uh, which everybody was in uproar about. Like, it was, you know, this is how things get twisted, isn't it? Everybody was, like, in uproar about, oh, they've taken down the German episode where he walks around doing a 
you know, where he's trying to be politically correct, Basil Fulton just snaps. And um, uh, but apparently the major or whatever, the, the army guy in it uses the N-word. I don't remember that, but apparently that's that's why it's taken down. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, and there's been uproar about that. Oh, why the German episode? But, well, well, no, when you look into it, it's not because of that. It's because of this, apparently. I don't know. I can't remember the episode. I'm not that fucking... I've watched Faulty Towers, obviously, um, because I'm British, uh, and it's sort of like a British institution of what you watch um, and um, when you're growing up and watching comedy here in the UK. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm not really that au okay with that episode, but apparently that's the reason, It's uh, rather than a German thing. Oh, you can't take the piss out of Germans now. Well, no, that's not what it was removed. And then, again... The argument gets far removed, far removed, far removed from that. I think you can discuss race as a white person. I've done it myself within comedy. Um, as long as you uh, you can make it funny, make it relevant, make a point behind it. Um, that was always the thing with the old school fucking 1970s fucking the comedian's comedy or whatever that used to be on the UK when they, you know, it was just nobody was making a point about racism uh, when they were talking about race, like, or doing jokes about race. They were just like, you know, always that sort of, hang on, my fucking phone's buzzing for some fucking reason. Oh, fuck's sake. Jesus. All right, all right. Let's fucking get this switched this shit switched off. Fucking forgot to put it on airplane mode. We're flying now, baby. Um, that was always the thing with like that 1970s sort of like humor. It was always playing off those stereotypes and you're like, um, uh, there's a black guy walks into a bar. Why does he have to be black? Oh, no, no, no. It's not racist. It's the same thing when people come up to me after a fucking gig, see the skinhead, see how I'm a little bit opinionated about shit and think, ah, here we go. We've got a like-minded guy here. I can share some, you know, when they go, oh, a black guy walks into a bar. And you're like, why does he have to be black? You know, oh, well, the joke, you know, why isn't it just a guy walks into a bar? Oh, well, the punchline wouldn't work. Then it's fucking racist. I think that's the benchmark for it, isn't it? And that was, that, that was the whole thing with the 1970s sort of like thing. It played off those fucking stereotypes and um, of black people and Asian people. But I think you can talk about it um, because there is humour within that. I think everybody forgets that a little bit. There is humour. If there's tension in anything, um, as, you know, as there is in race or sexism or, uh, you know, any big subject where there's, like, tension there, you can pierce that tension with humour, I think. That's just my take on it anyway. Uh, if you do it in the right way, in a well-thought-out way, and don't use fucking stereotypes and do it in an original, interesting way. Um, Dave Chappelle manages to do it. Chris Rock manages to do it. Bill Burr's done it. You know, Louis C.K.'s done it. You know, before the fucking, you know, Jizzgate or whatever it was. Um, yeah, I think... Um, uh, you can you can talk about that in interesting ways. You know, that tension, like, particularly from... You can only really do it from your own perspective, like from a white person's perspective, but there's, there's humour that lays in there. All those, you know, those sort of, like, insecurities, those little faux pas, how you 
you know, you double check yourself with shit that you shouldn't, you know. Whereas normally, like when you when you're talking to, you know, other people, uh, you you wouldn't, you know, you, you wouldn't check yourself with a white person or whatever. But there's humour in the fact that you probably would check yourself or or you you double think yourself too much, you know, because you're trying to be. Um, uh, uh, politically correct and you're trying to be, you know, like, you know, all of those things. And there's humor that lies within that sort of like little bit, little bits of tension um, that, n- that none of that 1970s humor or anything showed any sort of like nuance like that. Um, I don't know, people, let's have a little bit of tea. So everything's been banned. Uh, <laughs> and people are in uproar about this. Um, that Little Britain, uh, one of the most retarded comedy programs uh, to ever. I want that one. You know, like it was all fucking sort of like, hey, I'll have a T-shirt printed with that fucker on it. You know, like all catchphrases and shit like that. Sell them. Why wouldn't you want a mouse pad of fucking... Somebody who mocks like uh, Asian people and their accents. Why wouldn't you want a mouse pad of that or a fucking wallet of like an old woman who pisses herself? It was all sort of like puerile fucking bullshit humor anyway. I don't think it's any major loss. They've made their fucking money out of it anyway. Um, but I think like there is areas within comedy. Then it becomes an assault on comedy. That's the thing. This is the only problem with it. It becomes a mass assault on comedy then. And comedy is there to sort of like ease the tensions of anything. You know, it's to take, like my idea of comedy is to take difficult subjects and then try and ease that tension and talk about it and get people to laugh or think of it in a different way or, you know, not just sort of like cancel everything. That's it. What you, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, like, get rid of Shakespeare, uh, you know, get rid of fucking everything, all arts like that. I mean, there's some things that are better than other things and some things haven't aged well and you've just got to put them in a box and go, right, okay, we can learn from this shit and maybe not, you know, maybe not have two middle-class white guys playing fucking weird stereotypes of, like, you know, black people, you know, grotesque characters of black people maybe give black people those you know characters to play you know or maybe not do those characters at all in such a gross grotesque sort of way although all the characters in little britain are a little bit grotesque weren't they so it keeps with the theme but you know i don't see why you couldn't have black people playing those characters because they are black characters i don't know um Anyway, so the protests uh, are going on, and now there is, uh, uh, which which is a good thing, obviously, people peaceful protesting. Um, now things are getting even more sidetracked because obviously the statue situation, people have vandalised statues, like Churchill. Um, uh, and now uh, you've got, like, the far-right people coming in and... Um, uh, and protecting those statues, as they say, protecting those statues. They just want to fight people, don't they? You know, that's the, that's the guise it's under, isn't it? It's like, oh, we're protecting sort of like Britain and its fucking statues, and um, that's what we're doing. We're just here 
to protect the statues and British culture and all that sort of thing. But it's not. They just want to fucking fight, don't they? I mean, like, if anything, it shows um, the legacy of the British Empire is now being protected by Millwall supporters. I mean, you know, if anything to make the British Empire look even more like thugs going around the world robbing all the best shit because we had the best weapons from countries who didn't have quite as good weapons as we did years ago. Now we've got fucking football hooligans protecting that legacy. <laughs> I mean, if that's not a fucking indictment of what um, the British Empire, the legacy of the British Empire, the fact that is purely being defended by... Uh, football hooligans now, particularly from Millwall. People outside of this country who are listening, if uh, you're not aware, I'm sure you must be aware of the um, uh, uh, football uh, rivalries and um, football uh, hooligans uh, that go on um, within this country. If you're not aware of this, think Green Street. Um, not the West Ham supporters um, in that, that Elijah... Elijah Wood, is it? Who's in that? And Charlie Hunnam, is it? I don't know. Uh, I think that's his name anyway. He's the one from uh, fucking Sons of Anarchy. Um, and obviously Elijah Wood fucking, well, what did he play? Frodo or something, wasn't it? Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, uh, not them. It's the opposing one, the one with Tommy Atcher. Uh, they were the Millwall supporters. Fucking Millwall, yeah. Um, yeah, they're the ones who are protecting protecting the uh, legacy of the British <laughs> legacy of the British Empire. That's what they're doing. They're just there to, you know, um, just to protect the statues and peacefully protest. Use their democratic right to peacefully protest against uh, against the uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, movement although it just seemed you know i know they're peacefully protesting and they're there not to cause any trouble but on the videos oddly enough that i saw it just seems like um they're beard up uh beard up twats um uh just looking for a fight uh with anyone in amongst themselves as well that's the thing they're fighting in amongst themselves they didn't really seem to be like standing around statues they just seem to be like running towards the police to try and get to um, the people who are peacefully protesting. Um, I don't know, man. You know, like, everybody writes their own fucking history these days, don't they? they you know, like, they, everybody seems to want to make their own truth, don't they? That's, that, that's the thing. You can find anything online to back up any sort of fucking argument, you know. That's it, isn't it? There's people out there fucking, you know... I've said this before. There's people out there, you know, denying the Holocaust. You know, that never happened. Oh, yeah, but six million Jews, I've got the number fucking tattooed on my arm and stuff. Nah, that never happened. Fuck it. That's a load of bullshit. Shut up. You tattooed that up there on yourself. You're just looking for attention. So from the, from the harmony of uh, communities finally being brought together, uh, because of the coronavirus, checking on your little neighbour. Hello, sweetheart, are you all right in there? I'm all right, yeah, I just need some bread. Oh, fucking hell, I've got to go down to the shops to get the old neighbour some bread. Um, from that harmony, 
it has now um, uh, gone into uh, a divide again um, around sort of like uh, not around race lines because um, that's not what these uh, right wing people are saying because they know uh, that's bad. But now it's not that they're against sort of like the Black Lives Matter movement. It's now we're preserving Britishness. That's what we're doing. It's the same fucking bullshit that they came out with um, with the uh, uh, the Brexit thing. Oh, no, we're not racist. We're, uh, you know, like we're uh, we're just protecting uh, Britishness and like all that sort of thing. It's the same fucking arguments. Just that's all we do. That's all we seem to do is just like just repeat the same fucking mistakes we make before. Everybody goes, well, history's important because you can learn from history. Who the fuck ever learns from history? Nobody learns from history at all and carries it on, do they? You know, racism, oh, we'll learn from history and slavery and all that sort of thing. How? Uh, where are we now? Oh, well, you know, like... There's still no equality. Women are looked down on fucking, you know, there's homophobia, sexism, racism, fucking everything like that. Transphobia, you know, all of those things. Oh, they're still go. They're solved then now, are they? Because we looked at history and we solved it, didn't we? No, we didn't. We just carried on the same fucking shit, having the same fucking arguments. And generations down the line are still going to be fucking arguing about the same fucking things we're arguing about today. The futility of history. That's what it ought to be. Um, I don't know, people. Uh, you know, like, um, let's have some tea. Fuck's sake. <laughs> I've got myself worked up now. Oh, a little bit of tea solves everything. Oh, what sort of tea are you drinking? Is that stuff stolen from India? Oh, oh man. You know, Yorkshire tea, <laughs> grown, <laughs> grown in Yorkshire. Uh, or, or commandeered by people from Yorkshire. <laughs> Is that the next thing? I don't know. Um, protect our tea. People will be around fucking thugs, fucking skinhead thugs, like I look like. Uh, I'll be uh, protecting, um, protecting our tea reserves uh, in supermarkets. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, it's just a, who wouldn't want everybody to be treated, you know, nice, equally, you know, it just seems like they latch on, it gives them an excuse by saying we're protecting British culture and we're protecting our statues and we're protecting this. It just gives them an excuse to be fucking racist. That's, you know. Who who would genuinely, genuinely, what sort of person would genuinely be against the Black Lives Movement? Who would genuinely want, like, uh, uh, not want equality for people? And who would then say protest against the Black Lives Movement, uh, Black Lives Matter Movement, by saying we're protecting our statues. Surely there's bigger fish to fry, isn't there? That's the bigger fish, isn't it? Fish? <laughs> fish. That's the bigger fish, isn't it? You know, you can keep that one, you know, sizzling over here, a little fucking, you know, sardine or something. But here we've got the big fish of the Black Lives Matter movement. Yes, 
all right, please don't, you know, take down statues and, you know, certain statues, obviously slave traders and shit like that, as we spoke to on the last thing. That's fucking obvious. But, you know, people have got like, you know, there's no need to protect this statue or whatever because the police will probably do that, the Churchill statue and all that sort of thing. But let's get this situation sorted. Put the old statue thing on the back burner. Keep protesting and lobbying and like for equality and, you know, and then we'll put this on the back burner for a while about the thing. But no, this fucking, you know, statue thing's now all blown up. Now it's getting like fucking like comedy, like, oh, we need to get rid of that. It's everything now. And everybody's reaching and going, right, we're going to go for that and that and that and that and that and everything. But this, the most important thing, gets left because it goes out like a fucking spider diagram. And eventually that just gets diluted. People put their energy into that and people put their energy into something else. Or people put their energy into... You know, countless other things other than the original message. Because they, and they're just putting their mess, uh, energy into those little things because they want their little bit. They want their little victory. And the big, most important issue just gets fucking watered down and forgotten because people want their little their own little victory and they go off and go, oh, I've had my little victory about that. Mainly white people, by the way. I've had my little victory of that thing over there. But how did that help solve this? Oh, no, it didn't help solve the main issue of Black Lives Matter. But, I, you know, I got a book taken out the li- uh, you know, off the shelf of the local library. I mean, when you look at it like that, like I said last time on the podcast, when you see films like American History X, those powerful films, and people complaining about that, you know, it's just like you're missing the fucking point, A, of that film and B, of the fucking movement in the first place. I don't know, people. Uh, what are we on? 26 minutes. We've got time for... Uh, let's... Uh, now we've solved. We've solved. Have we solved racism there? <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. Oh, I'm on a ramp. We're going to have to lighten the mood of the podcast, haven't we? The last three episodes have been a bit heavy, man. Um... Let's have a look. Here we go. Uh, Here's a story for us. Honest Family. Here we go. Honest Family um, discover nearly £820,000 in bags on the road and hand it over to police. Fucking idiots. There's a family that have watched No Country for Old Men. (laughs) And they finding all that money and thinking, oh, shit. Any minute now, the fucking lock on the front door's going to be punched through and I'm going to get a fucking bolt through the head. Uh, Emily and David Chance from Caroline County, Virginia, US, found bags of cash while driving around in their pickup truck. Lucky bastards. Would you keep that? I don't know. I'd keep some of it, I think. I know, I just, I don't know. I'd just, I'd make sure there's not a tracking device in there. I've watched No Country for Old Men. This would be set up, I'd make sure... Uh, that I fucking change the license plate on my pickup truck just in case anybody's watching from a distance. I'd uh, I'd make sure there's not a fucking tracking device in there. 
And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, the morality of, although saying that, I've seen, you know, I've been nice about 20 quid. Somebody's left money in a cash machine and I've gone and, you know, gone back and said, oh, you left your cash in the cash machine or whatever. And that was 20, 40 quid, something like that. I don't know. That's a lot of money, though. £820,000. That sets you up for life. An honest family discovered nearly 820 grand in cash in two bags on the road while out for a drive. Uh, Emily and David with their two sons uh, when they found the money on Saturday. It happened after the car in front of them swerved in the road, dodging a bag. They pulled over and noticed another bag about 15 feet away. I'd be like, fucking yes, we're in the money. Bury the shit, I'm moving. I'm going to buy like a fucking massive house. Cash. <laughs> Inside of the bag, there were plastic baggies and they addressed with something that said cash vault. It's clearly like from a robbery or, you know, it just doesn't, you don't just don't find that much cash without a robbery having happened or somebody has suffered or died, you know. Uh, the family then called Caroline uh, County Sheriff's Office, which sent two officers to their home to collect the money. I mean, I bet that that's going to be put into a fucking police department slush fund, paying for fucking more bullet, bullets to keep the fucking population down. I don't know. Um, I don't know how I'd handle that. I think ah, it's a tough, tough one, isn't it? Because it's, again, although you'd always have that thing, if you did nick the money, you'd always be looking over your shoulder, wouldn't you? Always be thinking, ah, oh, shit, they're going to fucking track something down. And then you haven't handed it in and you look a fucking asshole. I don't know how the law stands on that. If you find that amount of money, I don't know how it stands in the US. I imagine, I think there's something over here where, like, if you find a, a, a big amount of money and then after a certain time it isn't claimed. But how do you claim that? That's Clearly, either drug money or laundered money or fucking money from the mafia or money from a robbery. How do you claim that? You know, walk in there. Oh, I just, uh, I was out shopping and uh, seemed to have dropped my wallet of £820,000. <laughs> the police are going to have a few questions about that, aren't they? And they're going to be looking at it thinking, holy fucking shit, we can get new bowling jerseys. We can get a fucking swimming pool in the back of the precinct. Um, yeah, I think over here, I think after a certain amount of time you can keep it, but, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Let me know what you'd do. Uh, that is episode 115 as completed, uh, just now. Um, if you've got, uh, any questions, just message me at podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. Let me know what you do with the cash as well. You can do it on there, uh, if you want to. And um, I will be back with Saturday's episode, possibly Sunday. We're trying to catch up, people, but it's become our thing now, isn't it? It's become our thing being a little bit late. Um, have a good rest of your... Uh, it's the start of uh, the weekend, isn't it? Friday. So have a good uh, weekend, people. And I will talk to you after that, motherfuckers. Take care.